Mr. Q, you there? Oh, you know I am, baby. Yeah, now we're in business. Yeah, man, let's do it. Who two of the three back again? Fresh off a of wolf's crazy victory, and we're in. I still don't think my heart can handle that. Man, uh, uh, an instant classic from the wolves, uh, and now, now we got a chip of chair and a chance, baby. We're we're in business. We got a chance at least. I mean, we're in. That's all anybody should hope for. I keep seeing this stuff, uh, social media and the whatnot, about how people are saying like, "Nah, they should try to, you know, not try to win this game or whatever." That is no, they lost. No, uh, you, this way you get two first round picks. Like, no, man, stop. Don't do that. And you can still fire Tibbs just because you made the playoffs. It doesn't mean you can't <laughs> fire your coach. We were talking about this in game on text because man, nothing about what he does impresses me. He barks loudly. That's impressive. If our offensive. The fact he doesn't lose his voice is pretty impressive. Our out of bounds plays are terrible. Oh, I just I don't get it. He's brought in to be a defensive coach. We're like 26 in the league on defense. Like I know we're fourth in offense, but oh yeah, we're. So, I mean, so like we work so hard to get two points. Um, there were some great, there were some great defensive plays tonight, though. That's for sure. Uh, Taj played his ass but that's off. That's too negative. Especially late. Uh, I mean, clearly in the third, I don't think anybody Dude, played defense. Yeah, especially uh, late. Jokic, especially but, late. Um, he 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 made some great plays, Dude, especially yeah, at the end of the game there, um, to give us a chance, which we then basically just threw away with the worst out of timeout play with 1.9 seconds left. Um, that was miserable. Anytime you can get a 70 foot and, shot with 1.9, uh, you got to go for it. That was brutal. By the way, Taj, Taj owed this team some of those defensive yeah, plays. Yeah, he had so a bunch of those. How many bunnies he had a bunch of little runners like that he missed. Feet. Um. Yeah, a little no, floaty um, So Wigan, like, you know, not he, play, he has some great defensive plays. Probably, probably a bunch of other times. See, that's the thing. Like, it's it's not his fault that they that they are running a two man game for the last eight minutes of the game, and he's not one of those two men. Like, you can you can dog him all you want, but like he if he never has the ball, and you run these isolation and, and, pick and roll sets every single time down the floor, you can't hate him. Like was no, you're absolutely right when it comes to that. But this goes back to that conversation about getting rid of Tibbs. Tibbs, like, are you kidding me? So with the game on the line for the last like four yeah. minutes, you're constantly running a, a Jeff Teague Taj. I don't even. Yeah, I don't think even Teague knows Wigan, how to run Butler it. And Kat they would stand get the switch that he wanted to, and he would literally back right back into Gibson to get the switch right back, like. The reason you guys are running this is is to get the defense to switch, and you're giving it, it was so that, bizarre. Or, giving that advantage right back to them. Or, or it'd be a pick and roll, and it, and like Teague well, would actually attack, and then Gibson would kind of still just stand in the lane because he's not sure what to there do. to like clean up the offense, and then it would just clog everything back up again. Get, bunny, get like like you said, bunnies around the rim. Like that's basically Taj's offensive game. Right. Yeah. 
which is fine if yeah, he's the weak was... side offensive player coming off of somebody else's pick. And Super line. confusing. Who knows? Like, how are you not running that with Butler and Cat? I don't. I just everything makes no sense. Like, we we took the ball away from our best three yeah, players for a majority like, of the last like. Four and I get Tibbs. Is, so Tibbs is supposed to be this defensive guru, and we haven't changed a lick on defense. But who's like is Ed Pinkney our main? Offensive nope. guy, That's a great question. I have no idea. or Ryan Saunders, or the guy who looks like Louis C.K. <laughs> That's a great question. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard he's good. What apparently? He <laughs> I hope it's Ryan good, Saunders. Like, I've like, heard uh, that kid's really good. Coach. And then you got the guy who looks Probably like Louis C.K. He's, he's a big analytics, like new wave guy. <laughs> well, hopefully not. That's really yeah. funny. Hope he doesn't behave like Louis C.K., I guess. We won. We're in the playoffs. But, again, we got at least four more games. Is 13 years. So, that was – so, they are talking about it on the radio on my way home, too. How so old were you when the Wolves uh, made the playoffs? At this time, last time the Wolves made the playoffs, like, when they were about to start the playoffs, I was um, probably in the early stages of my first full year of varsity baseball in high school. I was getting ready to go to my junior prom. Wow. Yeah, huh? Uh, I don't know if that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that – if it makes me feel older that that's been that long since the Wolves got in. You are not fact, The last time the Wolves got in, I was out of college. You done yet. And starting my career. Yeah, oh, yeah I got that five years after, after – After uh, three. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I was, I was actually working a job. It was a long time ago, yeah. still, but like, man, I was working a job. And you were you large, were going to or on your way to being large. Because, <laughs> because, yeah, I know this photographic proof. Oh, was, I think at that point I was very large. Well, so a year later would have been my graduation, which is that was like peak. probably peak. So you got a year away from your. Yeah, that I think that You're was on your deep. way down at that. That point. was uh, that was the two fifty two sixty days. You're climbing in weight. I, I guess falling. I was gonna in, say in uh, I'm I'm still climbing. Respectability, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks and everything. Life. Where where were you student <laughs> teaching? Student or real teaching? Ah uh, man. Where, where was you? Uh, I'm four. No, so I was like right after you graduated, that. right? Oh gosh, what was I doing then? So that would have been December, April of '04. So yeah, so yeah, so I graduated in December of '03. So I would, uh, yeah, uh, were you uh, long still living like way up in, in Shoreview, Burnsville High School, I believe. Uh, actually, I don't think yet. I think this year I was living in Rose. You just took traffic straight in your face. Every day. Right. Gross. How long did it take you? Out of yeah. Dude, I did that for a lot. How long do you think it took you to get to Burnsville? I might have still been in St. Paul. I take that back. Was that the longest commute you had? You've you had forty-five like, minutes easy. Holy buckets! What do you think that was? Uh Shoreview to Cottage Grove was pretty long. A, a 30, 40 kind of thing. Like the the thing was though is like you know, our, we start super early, so um, 
there's not a ton of traffic like when I'm trying to get to school by like seven let's say or I, I was back and I was playing basketball nice. two three days a week in the morning where I was trying to get to school by six that's good when you're driving at five fifteen in the morning it, it, it's not heavy that's good what's uh so who's who's yeah, fueling your podcast tonight Mr. Bush again not always oh always nice most of the time. Oh, Mr. Craft yeah, Beer I'm, here. We're, we're, uh, we're still allowing sponsorships. Tonight I went with, uh, I picked it up last weekend. What do you Central got? Waters Brewing. Um, it's called the HHG APA in Americana Pale Ale. Yeah. Inspired by the music That's of a lot of words and band, horseshoes and hand grenades. They're they're amazing, you know. They're they're better oh, than Lumpkins. I don't care what you say. They're so great. This Americana Pale Ale. You can just call it American Pale Ale. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what? After that's last week, I thought for sure you were going to tell me you were drinking Bud Light Orange. I think they wanted, and maybe it was a 12-pack, but I'm pretty sure they're they really. wanted 11.99 for a six-pack. Yeah. I'm not joking you. I saw it and I was like, ah, not bad. What? Well, yeah, I think it was 11.99. Maybe that was for the <laughs> still Bud Light. Maybe it was 7.99 for six pack, but either way. I would hope so. If but I either way, yeah, like an no, inner tube or something in the middle of a lake, of I ain't ones. drinking more than one of those. I might. Even I don't then, know. You're if it were more than one of those. Well, right. <laughs> if I'm in like whatever, like, hey, we're never gonna have summer, so I don't know what you're so worried about. Reason. Think so. I was talking to uh, talking to the brother-in-law tonight. He lives in Scottsdale, and he was like, "Oh, it's been a hundred down here right. both the last two days." So, I was like, "We're forecasted for fucking a foot of snow in two days." Seriously? Yeah, we yeah, like a foot of snow coming Friday night. Play, we'll play bags Saturday morning. That is gonna be fun. So, it's gonna be the so here's the thing, then. What do you think? Do you I think, think we're gonna snow slows the bag or speeds it up? Like, is it gonna stick the bo- on the board or is it just gonna wipe it off? I think it's gonna help the sticking factor on the board, but nice. I think the cornell or wind gusts are gonna be more of a factor. All right, so wolves are in. We got Houston. Um, yeah, any idea when they start? We'll call it next Wednesday. That's a nope. guess. No, <laughs> who knows? Yep, sure, done. That's absolutely when it happens. <laughs> um, I mean, I think if they start, give up, do we even have a chance to win? Um, and literally, like, just don't try for a game. Or unless some, if they get a three zero and they're just like here, have one. They just start shooting twenty percent on threes. And even then, they still make eight. R8, so yeah, then it's kind of even, but that means say, they go whatever, 8 of 40 or something. Yeah, 20%. So. <laughs> We're going to need, like, Pat yeah, and I think if we could have got Golden State, we had a small chance. Only because Steph's out. I feel a little better. I, 
Right. I'd feel a little better, not better, I'm, yeah, better, but, like, not, like, confident by any means. Um, but I'd at least be like, hey, you never know. But, with like, Houston, I'm just like, man, there's there's such a minuscule chance of us even winning. Hey, we got four more games at least. At the same time, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, we're, we are we're in, in the playoffs. It's, been, it's great. Like you said, fourteen years, so we got a chance, though. Yikes! Um, also, I like so it. what else? Wild played tonight. They lost a tough one. Um, yeah, yeah they, uh, they got outshot like forty to twenty in the game. That part I saw, which isn't that like par for the course for the wild, essentially. I feel like, uh, yeah, like last year we we'll put them, and then year. we got embarrassed by them. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that was the same mo last year. Was that every game we were getting outshot by like? No, 10, 15, I feel like that's shots. right. That might be not be right, but I feel like that's right. Yeah, I mean. The Wilder in that weird place that the Wolves were in once upon a time, uh, where they're constantly the six through eight seed. They're good ish, but there's really no threat. Of right. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, they should have done, like, they were two years away from doing, or two years ago, or last year maybe even. It seemed like they had a chance to do something, and now they're just kind of making it, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they can. Maybe they can do something different. They had a chance. They took a lead for a little yeah, while today. Um, I pretty much know nothing about the Jets. Uh, apparently, they're really good on offense. So most people give up. Yeah, that's all I know. Zero chance to score a lot of goals. Winning the series. I mean, well, I think I think a lot of like experts uh, have Winnipeg as like their I don't know if you call them right. a dark horse because they're like the three seed. Yeah, like, I mean it'll it'll be tough, but to you never know. It's um, you know, there's there's crazy things that can happen much more in the NHL playoffs than kind of any others. Um, you get a hot goalie and you can ride him. Oh yeah, forever. Um, you get you know a couple goofy yeah hockey's a couple weird goofy tell, bounces. Anybody, like, there's no rhyme or reason. Um, yeah, that's just it. I mean, so, heck, who like knows? two penalties um, could decide a series. But, you know, um, I think their next game is Friday, yeah. so hopefully we can steal one on the road and not go down 0-2. Why not? Why not? Let's do it, Wild. Yeah, it'd be huge. Come home 1-1. Um, and then Twins yeah, walk absolutely. them off today, too. Just an exciting overall overall sports day for Minnesota sports. Man. Yeah, crazy day. Uh we're in first place. The twins, man. We're in first place. What the heck? There's eight one in the fifth. Eight one in the fifth. Yeah. We are. Oh yeah. No, I'm just talking particularly about today's game. Like, you're sitting there eight one in the fifth. Gibson's looking a good again, which was going to prove your point that you were talking oh, yeah. once upon a time, and then just absolutely falls apart. Almost as bad as Rodney did Rodney I mean. <laughs> Well, Rod got the play that he needed to. It wasn't executed and wasn't it wasn't executed properly and sort of with how the shift was on, I guess that wasn't the play, but I mean he, given he already loaded up the bases before then, but I was just gonna say, so you can say he got the hit the play he wanted, the hit he wanted, oh, but for sure. 
he's the one that put himself in a situation where like you needed to make like perfect plays and so without knowing stats maybe without stats but are you concerned about hildenberger last year he was he was pretty lights out more or less out of the pen and this year if i know right he seems very not lights out okay so concerned isn't the word i would use um I'm always wary of a guy that's like mid twenties comes on like eh, mostly second half, like especially in a team that had like four different closers last year. Like, oh, he looks good. Like, yeah, he's gonna be a a rock solid contributor to our bullpen. Um, I, I'm worried about guys like that always because as soon as you get tape on him, as soon as you get a book on him, major league hitters adjust so much easier. Like, if he was really good, he would have been good earlier. Like, it wouldn't have just... Do you call him a submariner or... Three months last year. Almost. I mean, so what's... Even Uh, Sidewinder. Sidewinder? last (laughs) good Sidewinder submariner? Yeah, he was solid. And maybe Koji Uhara. Koji Uhara. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> yeah, no, I, the Quisenberry thing. Well, like, these guys go through, you know, stretches, 70, so. maybe a season where they're really good, and then they either get a contract or whatever. And then. I mean, it's not even a season usually because it's, it's something you that's can probably be the easiest for to figure out. Time. I'm probably way wrong, but just because, like, their pitch naturally has an arc that just leads into, no matter what they're throwing, it leads into a hitter. Or away from it, but it's like it comes back. It has to come back down. Yes. No matter how hard you throw. So yeah, the way you throw like that, yeah, you can never really get a whole lot of like say drop on your pitch. Everything's gonna go side to side or up even slightly, and yeah, it's coming right back into the barrel as soon as the guys pick up the different eyesight. The but eye I feel like I, I mean again without knowing at all, but out. I feel like if you're trying to like throw a breaking ball in that case, you gotta see it pretty easily like you can't really yeah i mean you see the ball the whole time because they have to like expose the ball the whole time and you're i mean having never thrown that way yeah i just don't see how you can get enough bite on any kind of a breaking ball your ball naturally moves but i don't think you can get enough bite on it to make it effective who knows but uh so a wild wolves win the oh but I'm not overly worried, though, either, just because let's say he's not lights out. Let's say he is just average. Well, I was going to say, he should be our, a six-inning guy. You know, sixth-inning guy, fifth-inning guy. And that's fine. If that's what he ends up being, that's great. Um, they still have yeah, Addison that, to pitch basically anytime they want. Rodney's going to be frustrated, but I think he'll he'll be effective. Right, that's just it. He's I mean, used to it. He's been this guy his That's what life. you get, yeah. He, he's not just going to... You knew what you were signing up for. People get on. Uh, no, he's always putting guys on base. Right. But he also goes through stretches where he's super dominant. So, like, he'll take the good with the bad there. And then you just need one other guy to step up. I The thing that confuses me is the, the front office... Wasn't well, he on a Trevor 60 day, so it's got to be May, the end June. of May or whatever? And I, I think so. Him and All right. somebody. That yeah. sounds right. But even still, he was – I mean, they they groomed him as a starter to begin with. Then they moved him to the pen, and he was very well, he was, good out of the pen before he hurt his arm. 
But now they're already saying like he's not even coming back for another month. Saying, and I, and I, I feel like you got to put him in the pen like, now how? and say next year you can try again. Because wasn't wasn't that like he he was going as a starter? Right, that's they, what I was thinking too. And and then they were like, and then he was good out of the pen. And, and then, that was kind of wasn't it right before last year where they were like, all right, you can go back to being a starter. He really wants to be a starter. And then he got hurt. Which made more hurt. sense like with our when rotation he was trying at to be the time. Again. But like now, it, well, right. Yeah. But like the thing I don't get is like now you're coming back and you've got Barrios, you've got Lynn, you've got Odorizzi, you're going to have well, Irv back by then. Yeah. You're already at four. Oh, yeah, four, four. Plus yeah. you have. Yeah. And plus you still, I mean, it, I, I would like to believe he's going to be better than Kyle Gibson, but Kyle Gibson's pitching okay, and he's still a starter. You have, you know, no, maybe Phil Hughes or Mejia or somebody like that. Like, you don't have a huge no. need for a fifth starter at necessarily either. Like, yeah, you're yeah, you can't. Off of the 60-day yeah, you can't have him for come back year, to be a starter when he hasn't been a starter, starter for, what, probably like three, four years. Um. At least two. And then you got guys like Gonzalez and uh, Romero in the minors who are apparently studs. Yeah. Or I'm sure they are studs, but in the stud minor leaguers. So it's like, well, give those guys a chance or whatever right. you're going to do if you, if you get to that need, not have a guy that – I mean, even if he comes back, it's going to take him until August to stretch into starter inning. Well, and like you said, like especially coming off of a major injury like this, when we don't necessarily need him to be a starter, like come back, pitch out of the pen, like you said, like get stretched out next winter. Um, we, who knows what our rotation looks like the year after that? Herb's contract is up. Lance Lynn was only a one-year signing. Sure. Like we might need him as a starter next yeah, year. Yeah, that's for sure. But it doesn't make any sense when he comes back. And all this is a roundabout way to say, like, that would make me feel better about Hildenberger not being good is if I knew Mays yeah, like coming that. back in the pen. Because then now Mays – Well, if you can maintain – Yeah, guy, let's say. that's just it. And if you're at that With point and coming back whenever. and maybe he's got it, maybe he doesn't, but that's where then you you can look to make a move for a bullpen guy. That's when that's when trades happen is late June. Oh yeah, maybe you got a month, and if he doesn't pan out, or you still need a guy, that's where you can look at a June July trade. I was gonna say it's a non waiver deadline end of July. We'll is that? So that gives him almost right. Two yeah, that's to true. see if he's got anything. That's more than enough time to figure it out, and if he's good. Now Hildenberger six, he's seven. Addison Reed, or some know, combo eight, of that. Rod, Rodney nine. I mean, you'd lo- you'd love for them to. Roughly. It's it's doubtful from Molitor, but he's slowly starting to embrace different things. Like they shifted today. Um, I heard him. Well, yeah, I don't think you should. <laughs> Which worked out well, regardless. Um. We'll come right back to that, but like I heard him talk that they may use the four outfielder thing that's becoming a trend this year. I also don't. Are they really? Is um, it a trend or I think a few teams like have done it. Doing it. The Astros just did it the other day. 
I thought it was just. Uh, no, somebody yeah, else. I thought it was I thought just. Yeah. Maybe they did earlier, but I thought. Um, I thought a couple teams had done it. I don't know. Maybe it's just them, and it'll become a trend. I'm sure uh, Cavs yeah, thought not, about I it. I think he did it like Philly. day one. He also maybe maybe he's just going to go day like eight fielders for a whole game like a fucking dummy, too. I haven't heard so much from him since that first I think week. It, I mean, he kept that. Like, yeah, he definitely did something like that, some other stupid shit. Well, he did – no, he, he didn't do a fourth outfielder. He did where he pulled in the right fielder against the Mets because he thought there's no way Rosario would hit a ball over him. And somehow he wanted yep. he wanted to cut out on a bloop single rather yeah, than I mean, double be- beating them. It it feels like there's a lot of like overthinking going on. Uh, what was it today? In the Twins the, game. Uh, Mets. No, no, no. And the uh, Mets or Brewers or somebody somebody pulled their pitcher with a no hitter in um, the sixth I don't know. inning. I just thought, and they, like, there was no rhyme no, or high, reason. It wasn't a high pitch at all. Like, he was not getting, like, even, it wasn't even, like, a lot of loud. Weird. No, like, pitch count was very okay. Um, and it wasn't even, like, a lot of loud outs or anything like that. It was something like that one I just read the other day that it was, ah, gosh, I just sucks that I don't know names and teams, but somebody else, like, a manager admitted that he was about to pull his starter, same kind of thing in like the sixth inning um, with a no hitter. And he talked to his pitching coach like, hey, you know, if he labors on this next batter, uh, I'm going to go get him. And his pitch coach looked at him and went, are you nuts? He's got a no hitter going. It's just, it's, these guys are just way over. Like I understand that the bullpen usage thing is kind of new wave. Like, all right, People are really utilizing the bullpen more. Pitch counts are way down for starters. Um, there's this whole way of thinking of, um, you know, just playing for your first, like, five to six innings, and then you've got so many, like, top-end arms in your bullpen that you're just going to piece it together and let these guys just fire for a couple batters at a time. But, holy cow, if a guy's throwing 60, 70 pitches in the sixth inning, and he's got like no hit. Yeah, that's one good. That doesn't run or whatever. Let him throw. These guys, I think, just start thinking of things and say, "All right, I got to do this," without understanding like the situation of the game. They're just like, "Well, this it's time to do this." And I know there's a big like, yeah, it's it's one of those like buzz things that's going on in baseball, like you know, launch angle that everybody likes to talk about. Um, it's that third time through the order. That you know, statistics say right, yeah. that the third time through an order, pitchers are like you know half of the effective yeah. or something like that. So let's just get them out of there. Do it like you play 162 games and you're not going to let any of your starters throw more than like five to six innings. You're going to be done. Right. Yeah, it's like quick. well, I get you know things say this, but you have to coach in the moment. You can't just say, well. Stats say this might happen, so it 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 has to be a balance of both. Like that's what makes baseball unique to like any other sport. Like if you were, you know, a 
a basketball coach, you can eat 80 games is a mm-hmm. lot, but that's half as many as baseball. So, like, you can say, like, okay, the statistics say I should do this, whatever. Uh, football's even better because there's only 16 games. You know, the situation dictates this. But in a baseball game, like, yeah, you have to know some of those things. Like, okay, here are the stats, third time through the order. Here is, um, you know, when guys become less effective at this pitch count and that kind of thing. But at the same time, like, you have a hundred some odd games more left to go. You can't just employ like a, you're going to have to constantly put more guys in your bullpen or something then. Uh, you can't expect your relievers to all throw like yeah, I mean, innings each. These guys are morons. They probably know a lot more, but I don't know. I could think so. So yeah, it was a Mets game, but it was a Marlins. Is that, is that Mattingly still? Or who's their coach? Do you know? I don't think it's Mattingly anymore. Uh, I don't. Yeah, so through six, some guy named Jarlin Garcia making his first first start, Never maybe ever. Um, but so he had thrown six six innings, no hits, and was at seventy seven pitches. And let's pull him. Right, they were up one nothing, and then they lost four to one. It's just it makes so little sense to do something that to do it. But yeah, it was. Well, uh, it doesn't make any sense. These these guys, I don't know. So, anyways, today though, the Twins, Rodney, uh, walks the bases loaded. Well, whatever, a couple guys get on, and then yeah, so a couple walks the guy bases loaded for Springer. And, yep, so I don't know. Is that I mean, right? Yeah. I don't know that he doesn't, uh, like, push the ball. But anyways, so bases loaded, one out. We're up two, top of the ninth. And they employ a shift where Dozier is basically right behind, or he's pretty far over, like, behind second base or something like that. It's basically Morrison on the right side, who's playing first, by the way. <laughs> So, so, so that's already a thing. Is that's where you're going with our only guy over there is Logan Morrison. So he hits a ground ball and Morrison ranges over. It would have been like right at Dozier if he's kind of playing normal. Anyway, so I don't know like where he hits it or like you know his tendencies or anything. But so he goes to second, which maybe you go home there and make sure of that out. He goes to second, so right has to run over to try and cover first. It would have probably been close, and then Dozier throws it behind Rodney into the dugout. They tie the game. Yeah, I I, I didn't see it live, um, but I rewatched it. I don't understand I don't, Dozier throwing that. Like, you know that the one-run score... You know, you got a 41-year-old guy trying to cover the... The odds of that play... Right. Well, it doesn't matter even who the guy is coming first. That play is a difficult play. Like, the, the odds are so low of that being successful. Well, here's the thing, too, is why is would you that even attempt it? Just give it the pump throw and just hold on. And they should have. Okay, let's that, to see another right guy. Right now, it was like, should have worked, and it didn't. Because, like, you imagine they did that 500 times in Florida, that play, you know? Like, that's that's when you do those stupid things in PFPs. 
and you throw it behind him, like throw oh, it yeah. to the base. And just throw it to the base. Like yeah. let oh, him yeah. either go get yeah, it absolutely. or like that's that's the thing. You can't throw it behind the pitcher there. Yeah, I like I said, the, even throwing it is just from a veteran guy like Rozier, yeah, it's like, a bad idea right there. Just you, you got an out, hold on, like make right, them make yeah. another good at bat. Old, he's at first. You have you have then first and third. They have to ha- get a hit, and you have two fourth outs. But yeah. Anyways, though, exactly. old Maximilian comes up, hits his second home run of the game, crushed it. And uh, the Twins walk him off. Yeah, tons of fun. Uh, they, I was listening on the radio, and uh, uh, did you really? Provis made a call. Yeah, like well, just like I said that he thought he was going to, but so much as it was like, uh, be nice to see Max hit his second home run <laughs> of the game and send everybody right home there. happy. And like two pitches later. Nice. Well, yeah, and that wraps up an yeah, exciting uh, Wednesday here um, for Minnesota. We'll uh, hopefully get hopefully get Reed Lobster back on for uh, for another uh, cast soon, uh, probably about this weekend, and uh, we can talk how the home opener went. We tried to record, I think, twice there. <laughs> um, it was a little messy for At sure, least, yeah. but Twins won the home opener too. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll pick up on that. We'll preview. We'll we'll get into a little NBA preview, um, or playoffs preview. Maybe we'll bring in a special guest. It sounds like we're we're line we're lining up a guest to talk. Yeah, definitely possibility. Preview, and uh, we'll come back to you guys sometime this weekend. Um, until then, uh, sounds like a plan. And, uh, you know, back uh, another plug. Hit us up on Twitter anywhere. Let us know what you want to hear, or if you want to come on to. Uh, speak something or you got a hot take or something like that um any takes involving lebron james not you, you don't want lebron james on your team is not hot that's just stupid so. hot yeah nothing yeah, nothing stupid just uh player. come at us with come at us with something and we'll discuss or we'll bring you on to discuss yourself um all right well two of us signing off uh, for the three brothers all right we'll talk to you guys